And I want, want to allow the Lord, I believe we will allow the Lord to talk to us tonight. <clears throat> I will not preach a lengthy message, but I do feel strongly that I have a word for uh, this service this evening. In Genesis chapter 1, in verse number 1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, and that it was good, <clears throat> and God divided the light from darkness. <clears throat> Pardon me. And God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. I understand tonight that uh, the theme of this service is reset to more. And uh, I've got my pen on. How about you? Amen. I see some pens out there tonight. Amen. And uh, I, I begin to look at that word reset in a couple of different perspectives. And it means to fix in a new or different way. It means to reset our priorities or to change how things are being done. Another definition talked about on a more personal level, you, you reset or make a change to feel better about how to deal with the future or future situations, that you do a, a reset. So by the help of the Lord tonight, I want to preach on this particular thought. It's a new day. Everybody say, it's a new day. It's a new day. A new day. Why don't we put our Bibles down, and we've done it already, but one more time. Amen. Not the last time, but one more time. Lift our hands to heaven and let's love the Lord. Lord, we love you tonight. Thank you for this church, your people, all that are gathered here this evening, God. We love you and we worship you and we magnify your name tonight, Lord. Talk to us, I pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. So that light would be day, and the night would be called night. Evening and the morning were the first day. The sky was created, and the evening and the morning were the second day. The dry land appeared, the seas and the plants and the trees were created, and it was the third day. The sun, the moon, the stars were created. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Creatures that live in the seas and the creatures that would fly in the air were created. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Animals lived that would live on the land and human beings being created in the image of God. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. God finished His work. God finished His creation. And He rested in the evening and the morning were the seventh day, God created the days. I'm glad that he laid the foundation of the earth, the Bible said. 
And then he said, My right hand have spanned the heavens. When I call unto them, they stood up together. David said in Psalms that of how old hast thou laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens or the work of thy hands. God created the day. Amen. 430 years of bondage that the children of Israel lived in in the land of Egypt. It was a place of bondage. It was a place of captivity. It was a place of slavery. While they were there, amen, they were afflicted by their taskmasters, the Bible says, and they carried burdens, and they worked with rigor, and they worked themselves, amen, and they served, and they, they made, amen, clay, and they made the clay and made brick and mortar, and they lived a life of drudgery, a life of travail, a hard life that the children of Israel Live. But there would be a new day that would come to the people of Israel. They went through the water being turned to blood. The, the ten plagues that the Lord sent in the land of Egypt. They endured the frogs. They endured the lice. They endured the flies and the livestock pestilences and the boils and the hail. Amen. The locusts and the darkness upon the land. They endured that. All those nine plagues that went through. But that... Tenth plague would be the death of that firstborn in the land of Egypt. We know the story well, amen, that the Lord had instructed the Moses and instructed the people that on that tenth day of the month that they were to choose a lamb or a goat and they were to set that animal aside to be a sacrifice. It was to have no defects. It was to be a one-year-old male, a man, a sheep, or a goat. If the family was too small, they invite a family over to come and be with another family, and all would share that sacrifice animal that particular night. They would keep it a number of days, and then the time would come that they were to take the life of that animal and they were to take that blood and they would put it on the doorpost, on the side post, and the side post, and on the mantle above. And that, and there would be a time, amen, that that death angel would pass over. They were to boil, amen, the meat. They were not to eat it raw, but they were to boil, amen. It was not to be eaten raw or boiled in water, but they were to take the head and the legs and the organs and they were to roast it over fire. There become a time they would begin to eat of that Passover sacrifice, that Passover lamb, amen. And then they were instructed that you're to be dressed fully, you're to have your sandals on your feet, <clears throat> to have your staff in your hand, that you're to eat that meal with an urgency, <clears throat> an urgency and prepared that you would leave. Amen. Why? Because a new day was coming for the nation of Israel, for the people of God. <clears throat> Amen. They would take and they would eat that lamb and they would prepare themselves. Amen. For the time that was coming. And the Bible said at midnight. Amen. That new day. At midnight. Amen. That God sent the death angel through and smote the firstborn of the lamb. But everybody that was inside that house that had blood on the doorposts and blood on the panel, had that blood covered by the blood, they would be spared by the judgment of God. Anybody glad tonight you've been covered by the blood of the Lamb? Amen. That we will be spared 
Amen. The judgment of God. Man, that we would be spared from the judgment that will come. Amen. I can imagine them sitting around that fire, eating that, eating that sacrifice and eating that lamb or the goat, whatever the case would be. And they would say, you know, at midnight is coming a new day. It's going, something's going to change in our lives. There'll be no more captivity. There'll be no more bondage. There'll be no more slavery. There'll be no rigorous work that we have to do. It's going to be a new day. And that new day did come when they walked out of the land of Egypt at the midnight hour. Amen. At the beginning of a new day. And they marched, would eventually march across that Red Sea, amen. And I've laid a little foundation tonight. I've come to preach to this church. I've come to preach to every sin of God tonight that, that a new day is coming in all of our lives. Aren't you glad for the day that it came that there was no more bondage and there was no more captivity and there was no more slavery in our lives, but that new day that all of us have experienced amen here we are in just five days into wow 2024 amen how quickly this past year has transpired and went by amen all of us could go down memory lane while i'm preaching tonight amen the word of the lord in our minds and think about wow we've all endured 12 months this past year we've made it 12 months Amen. Every one of us experienced 365 days this past year. Amen. Every one of us have lived 52 weeks in one day this past year. Every one of us, from the youngest, unless there's someone under uh, one year old in the house tonight, every one of us have experienced, uh, amen, 52.14 week or 52.14. Uh, weeks, amen. Uh, hours, 8,715 weeks, amen. We've walked through, uh, amen. Eight thousand, I'm getting a little confused here. You're talking about the PA going a little berserk tonight. This frog is, I don't have frogs when I preach, but I got a frog tonight. <laughs> Praise God. Man, so we've all endured 52 weeks this past year. We've all encountered 8,760 hours we've all been through this past year. Every one of us have lived 525,600 minutes this past year. Amen. Every one of us has experienced 31 million 536,000 seconds this past year. Amen. Every one of us has had victories this past year. Every one of us has had defeats this past year. Every one of us have, have had successes this past year. We've had failures this past year. Every one of us has been on the mountaintop and the valley so low this past year. We've had our good days and our bad days. We've had our times of victories. 
times and our times of struggles. In fact, Job said that man that is born of woman is a few days. Amen. And full of trouble. It goes so bad in Elijah's day that he requested that his life, that his life would be taken, that he would die. I'm telling you, every one of us has had experiences in 2023. But I'm coming to tell you tonight, it's a new day. It's a new day. And God's going to give you and I a new day. Amen. We've all endured. We've all walked through situations in 2023. But in the Holy Ghost tonight, it's a new day for you and I. It's a new day. Paul said in Ephesians chapter number 3, he said, It is not as though I had already attained, neither were already perfect. Uh, Paul said, I'm not perfect. I have, I've had my struggles. Uh, I've had my shortcomings. I've had my thorn in the flesh. I've had my difficulties. Uh, I'm not perfect yet, but I'm I'm striving. Uh, I'm trying to make it through another day uh, and another season uh, and another trial that I got to go through. Uh, but then he said in Philippians chapter 3, uh, And verse number 13, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. But there's one thing that I'm going to do. I'm not perfect. I don't have it all together. But there's one thing I'm going to do. I'm going to be forgiven forgetting those things uh, which are behind. I'm going to leave it back there. I'm going to put it behind me. I've come to tell you tonight uh, it's a new day. There's some things you need to put behind you. You need to forget those things back there. It's a new day. Man, I challenge that. A challenge that at times we deal with is trying to live our lives in the past and dealing with what happened yesterday or what happened in 2023 or even prior to that. Amen. People that live in the past, they are living with bitterness. Amen. That bitterness is a result of past experiences of hurts and of failures and they just can't seem to get over that amen living in the past I've come to tell you it's a new day amen some are living in the past because you're afraid of moving forward you're afraid of change you just want to stay in the past I'm telling you it's a new day amen some are living with grudges in their lives and the heartbreak of yesterday But I'm telling you, it's a new day. You need to take up the attitude of the great apostle Paul. I'm forgetting those things that are behind. I'm putting it behind me. And I'm moving forward. What do we need to do? We need to reset for more. And reset to more. In 2024, I just feel like telling somebody, you walked in here one way. But when you leave, it's going to be a new day.
Come on. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise Hallelujah, it's a new day. Even I don't I don't understand all why things happened yesterday, the day before last year, but you know what? It's a new day. Amen. It's a new day. Pastor friend of mine in the house tonight, uh, you got those situations uh, and struggles you're dealing with within the local church. Uh, but guess what? It's a new day. Uh, it's not by might uh, nor by power, uh, but it's by my spirit, uh, saith the Lord. Uh, I can't do it by myself, uh, but I'm serving one that can help me to make a difference. Uh, why? Because it's a new day. Then Paul said, he said, I am putting those things behind me. Forget about them. And he said, I press. I press. I press. He said, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Pushing forward. I'm not looking back pushing forward. I'm not going looking back to yesterday. The failure, the struggles, the difficulty. But I'm looking forward. I'm pressing toward the mark. Why? Because it's a new day. Amen. We often, we often let those things which are behind us distract us and I walk with God. Amen. Whether they be good things or bad things, uh, we can allow it to become a distraction. Amen. I please hear me tonight, my heartbeat. I'm not minimizing tragedy and sorrow that we go through. Amen. In times of the loss of loved ones and friends and family, I'm not minimizing that. I'm talking about just trying to live for God and move forward. It's a new day. In my walk with God, looking at what is in the past often keeps you and I from what God has in the future for us. I'm telling somebody God's got a future for you. God's got something in front of you that he wants to give you. It is a deception to live in the past. It's a deception to live years in the future. You got to live this day. It's a new day. You got to live in the presence because the presence is where eternity is at. Not yesterday and multiple weeks ahead of us, but right now today this is a day the Lord hath made I will rejoice in it and be glad I'm telling you it's a new day anybody believe it's a new day it's a new day in God oh let's give the Lord a shout of praise right now I might have had church trouble yesterday, but it's a new day. I may have had some difficulty yesterday, but it's a new day. Oh, hallelujah. You may be seated. There they were. Man, they were, they were wrestling all around. They were just going after it. 
In fact, they, they wrestled all night long to the extent that, that, that Jacob was, you've heard the story in Sunday school, Jacob wrestled with an angel all night long. And the angel could not get loose from him. And they wrestled, the Bible said, until the breaking of the day. And when the angel saw that, that Jacob, he man, would not let go, the angel touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh, caused him to have a limp. Amen. And while they were wrestling, Jacob cried out unto him. He said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Right. Amen. I know we're at the breaking of a day. We're at the breaking of a new day. And I will not let thee go except thou bless me. As sure as I stand behind this sacred desk tonight and preach to a great group of saints of God. Amen. I want, I don't mind telling you, I want God's blessing and God's favor upon my life in 2024. Amen. I need God's blessing. I need God's favor. Anchor, we pulled in and and your, your parking lot staff were so kind and they directed us right a front row parking spot right in front of your church sign. And Sister Marshall said, that is a very, she looked and said, that's a nice sign. I like the sign and the name of the church, the anchor. Amen. I'm telling you, this church needs the blessings and the favor of God in 2024. And I don't mind telling you, I feel God's presence. I feel God's anointing. I feel God's power in the house tonight. And not only does this church need it, the church that you pastor, the church that you attend, God's favor needs to be upon our churches. It's the breaking of a day. Amen. It's a new day. Amen. I want God's favor. I want God's touch upon my life in this year. Amen. I know we're in, in day number five, as I mentioned already. You may be seated. We got 300 and uh, we have 361 days to go. I know my math. Isn't this a leap year? Amen. 366 days. Amen. This year, I need God every day. I don't care who you are. I, don't, I do care, but you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter who we are or what position we have or what career we have. And thank God for positions and careers. Amen. And financial blessings. I'm telling you, we need God every day. We need God's favor every day. I hear the writer of Psalms. The psalmist said in Psalm 37, and verse number 23. Amen. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The steps of a good man 
are ordered by the Lord. Brother Markham, come here for a moment, please. Amen. My steps need to be ordered by the Lord. Amen. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. This is not just for this man. It's for every individual in the house tonight. Every man, every woman, every young man, every young lady. We need God to order our steps. And the Bible said, and he delighteth in his way. Guide my steps. Guide my life. You young ministers, you ought to pray, God, order my steps. You'll order my life. Guide me along life's journey. Amen. I'm telling you, God wants to hook up to each and every one of us and order our steps. Then the Bible said, in that verse number 24, though, though, verse 24, though he fall, just kind of kneel down. Though he fall, amen, the Lord said, he shall not only be cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his right hand. It did not say maybe if he falls or if he falls. I'm telling you, there's times in this life we're going to stumble and we're going to fall. But when we fall, we've got a creator that's going to pick you and I back up again and order our steps. Why? Because it is a new day. It's a new day. It's a new hour. Amen. Don't let the devil tell you that you ought, you ought not to be in the house of God. I'm telling you, you're right where God wants you. Psalm chapter 30, verse number 5. You may be seated. Amen. Psalm 30, verse number 5. For his anger, we quote this often, but oftentimes I think we overlook this portion that I'm going to take a look at. For his anger endureth but a moment in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh when? In the morning. It's a new day. You're going to have some heartache, and you're going to have some struggle, and you might even have some bad news and sickness, but you just hold on. The joy is coming in the morning. It's a new day. God's going to show up, and when God shows up, God's going to show out. Oh, I don't mind telling you, I feel victory in the house tonight. I feel deliverance in the house tonight. It's a new day. It's a new day. Lamentations chapter number three, verse number 21. I begin reading here. The writer said, this I call, recall to my mind. Therefore have I, have I what? I have hope. Well, we're living in an hour right now where there's not a lot of hope out in this world. But thank God there's hope for the church. There's hope for you and I. Amen. It is of the Lord's mercies. Verse 22. 
It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fell not. You know why you're still here and why you're still living for God? It's because of God's mercies. Amen. You know why you can still lift your hands and love God? And because his compassions fell not. I'm telling you, if it wasn't for the Lord, I wouldn't be here tonight. Scott Marshall doesn't have the ability to do it all by himself. I'm flesh and I have challenges but thank God for God's mercy. Thank God for God's compassion. And why? Because in verse number 23, amen, they are, they are what? They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. I'm telling you, it's a new day. Every day, when I get up in the morning, there's mercy, there's compassion, because it's a new day. You may be seated. Y'all going to preach me to death. It's a new day. We, uh, a couple months ago, I had a family started attending the church in Russellville where we pastor. It's a man, mid middle mid age, middle age, and uh, he got up one morning, looked at his wife, and said, "We're going to start going to church." He had not been raised around the church, this type of church. She was a prodigal. Had three kids, ten. They had three kids, ten, nine, and eight. He said, "We're." We're going to start going to church. No one invited them. No one knocked on their door. But God began to knock on their door. As mentioned, this young man, when he did a prayer request tonight about prodigals. Hey, man, people need to come back home. God's got prodigals. He's going to send back to your church. I say that with a word of prophecy. There's prodigals. God's going to send back to your church because it's a new day it's a new day man so past two months I've been coming on Sunday mornings service we have 10 o'clock Sunday school 11 o'clock worship service they come on Sunday mornings and last Saturday December 30th amen I met him at the church and we did a Bible study. We talked about repentance. We talked about water baptism, wonderful name of Jesus Christ. We talked about the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And he said, I want to be baptized. So last Sunday morning, amen, 12, 31, 23. He came to Sunday school. We just had one service last Sunday at 10 o'clock. Came to worship service. Had good service, good move of God. Thankful for that. James gets in the water of baptism. And we baptize him in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. It's a new day. He came up out of that water. And he was praying. He, he was praying. Had his hands lifted to heaven. A couple of men, ministers, were there with me behind the baptismal tank, praying with him. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you know it's good news, I won't be telling the story. Out of nowhere, God 
filled James with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. All because one morning he gets up and says, hey, we're going to start going to church. Hey, man, when he said that, his kids came to church. His wife is coming to church. I'm telling you, God can give every one of us a new day. I said, James, will you come up out of that water after being baptized in that wonderful name of Jesus Christ? You're going to walk in the newness of life, according to Romans. I said, James, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. I'm telling you, it's a new day. Aren't you glad for a new day? Aren't you glad for repentance? Aren't you glad for being baptized in that wonderful name? And then God fills us with the Holy Ghost. It's a new day. I think we'll lift our hands and reach out to heaven right now. Oh, hallelujah. Thank Him for that experience. Thank him for that new day. It's a new day. God wants to give you a a new day. God wants to do that for you. It's a new day. David was old and the Bible said he was full of years. Solomon had been arranged in a position that he would now become king of Israel. But before David passed away, he gathered all the leaders of Israel together. The priests and the Levites all came. The Bible said they numbered the Levites, those that were 30 years and older. They numbered them, and there was approximately 38,000 Levites, 30 years and above. David began to give them instructions. He said, 20,000 of you Levites are to be in charge of the work of the Lord at the temple. 6,000 of you Levites are to be the uh, officials and the judges in the land. 4,000 of you Levites, uh, even 4,000 of the 38,000 were to be gatekeepers. And 4,000, amen, are to praise the Lord with the music, the band. They had a band back in that day. Amen. They had musical instruments in that day. They had that. Amen, and thank God for the drums and the guitars and the keyboards and the singers. Amen. I love it. I love it. I love it. How about you? We need that. Amen. 4,000 were in the band. And then David took and began to separate another group out. He divided them into three different categories. He divided them, the, the Gishon group over here related to Gishon. And then the Kohathathites were right here. Amen. And the Maris were right over here. He spoke to the Maris tribe. Amen. Of the Levites. You can read it sometime. And I'm looking at my notes. But read it sometimes in First Chronicles chapter number 23. And the Bible said the last of the instructions of David. Amen. That last group that he dealt with in that group he had them number them again that were 20 years and old and up amen of that particular tribe of the Levites and they numbered them and the Bible said there were 20 amen 20 years old and up they numbered them he said here's what I want you to do 
But everyone else in charge of different things in the temple, taking care of the gatekeepers and the musicians and all those things. But here's what I want you to do. Hey, man, you're going to be in the courtyard. You're going to be in the side rooms. Hey, man, you're going to prepare the oils to be used. Hey, man, and the sacred things and the duties of the house. You're going to prepare the bread that goes on the table for the priests and take care of all that would transpire inside that holy place. But look at 1 Chronicles chapter 23 and verse number 30. He said, here's what I want you to do also. 1 Chronicles chapter 23 and verse number 30. Amen. I may have sent you the wrong verse, but go to verse number 30 there. Every day, every stand. I want you group of Levites to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord. Likewise at evening time, every day. In other words, every day is a new day. And when this new day starts, I want you to get stand at the temple and thank him and praise the Lord. I've come to tell somebody tonight, hey man, it's a new day. This is a day the Lord hath made. There there ought to be a praise in our hearts. There ought to be a shout in our song tonight. A hand clap. Why? Because it's a new day. Why don't we stand together, lift our hands to heaven, and begin to praise Him right now? Uh-huh. It's a new day. It's a new day. I feel a drawing here tonight. It's a new day. God's got a miracle for you. God's got a prayer that's going to be answered. Why? It's a new day. Oh, I feel the anointing. I feel the Holy Ghost in the house right now. It's a new day. Let's lift our hands and love the Lord again right now, shall we? Ha-ha! We're going to start singing and worshiping in a moment, but as we do that, I'm going to invite you. I know not everybody can come down to the front, but you feel something really pricking your heart. Maybe you had some real difficulty in 2023 and it's really that you're dealing with. Why don't you just come and say, God, it's a new day. And I just believe the Lord can just lift that from you. I just believe the Lord can give you victory that you need. Maybe you're here tonight and you like what you feel. You feel God talking to your heart. Just step out in the aisle and come down, Lord, I want to serve you. We're five days into the new year, Lord. I want to give myself to you all of this year. Why? Because it's a new day. We don't have to go home the same way we came. The Creator's in the house tonight. And the evening and the morning were the first day. And the evening and the morning were the second day. God wants to do something in all of our lives. Would you lift your hands again? If you'd like to begin to gather around this altar, let's come and stand. Lift our hands to heaven. Let God speak to your heart right now. Let God touch you right now. Hallelujah. Jesus, I love you right now. 
fresh anointing. God can do a great work here. I'm invite some families to come in. Why don't you take your spouse by the hand? Just come gather around the front. Say, God, we want your blessings on our lives. God, we want your anointing on our family. God, watch over our home, I pray. Watch over our lives, I pray, God. Bless our jobs. Bless our kids. And bless our grandkids. It's a new day. It's a new day, God. The Lord's going to meet with you. She walked down to this aisle, to this altar. God's going to meet with you. It's a new day. 